0: Hello and welcome to the Books That Built Me podcast. Today I'm talking to journalist and author Tiki Headley dent about her book Made in Chelsea and also about one of the inspirations behind it and then there were none, Agatha Christie's most famous and best love novel. So Tiki, thank you for coming to record this with me. Oh, um, thank you. I loved Murdered in Chelsea uh, but I'm not going to try and explain it myself because I'm really worried I might do a bad job of it. So tell us a little bit about about uh, about Lily Kane, who's the um, book's protagonist and about the plot and about the immensely glamorous backdrop of the, this crime book is set, is set in.
1: First of all, when I when I began writing the book I wanted to kind of capture the excess and kind of those kind of golden years at the in the noughties, the kind of end of the naughties, um, you know, before the, the banks collapsed when it, it was, I mean, not that it's not the case now with, with wealthy and glamorous people, but when it was kind of very hedonistic. And so I wanted to kind of capture that, but I was thinking about a way of doing it without alienating people. So I worked in the world of luxury and fashion magazines.
0: You were for, you were on Tatler for a long time. Yes, weren't you? I was
1: features director at Tatler. and I... like <laughs>
0: having extracted quite a lot of excellent, and completely unprincipled, certainly unrecordable stories about about Tatler. Yeah, so Probably.
1: I so I, I I was there in the in the noughties, rather aptly um, named decade, perhaps, and uh, I wanted to capture that glamorous world of fashion and magazines and kind of society types, but. Also, to have a down-to-earth heroine who, who normal people and could engage with, and also because obviously there is a lot of kind of hilarity um, involved, perhaps with those sort of people. So you just want to have that objectivity. So, yeah. that, so, so hence Lily Kane. I mean, hence I mean, Lily you're, Kane, you're an immensely
0: down-to-earth person as well. I mean, you're you know, you're you're. I wouldn't send you to Poundland and expect you to come out going, oh big God, Poundland! That's just extraordinary.
1: <laughs> yeah, so were well, like, what Argos Yeah, no, exactly. And I, I, so I, yeah, and you need to have that in order to to kind of not make fun of, but just be objective about that world. Because as we, as people know who who've spent uh, time working um, in the in that uh, kind of magazine environment and kind of dipping their toe in society life and the fashion world it, it can be faintly ridiculous and so it's I just wanted to have fun with it I wanted it. to have fun with it and um, that, that, that and, and also I wanted Lily to have a kind of fun ride so in terms of inspirations for this book I mean, I, I would say very much. I I love the kind of Mitford books as well as Agatha Christie. So in a way, it's, this is kind of the antithesis of kind of that gritty it's Scandinavian not, it's no, it's not a Scandinavian uh, kind of crime. It, it it's With very no much an adventure. Exactly. It's very it's very much. It's a Rob. I mean, it's, it's a Rob, and it, and it's one of those things where I kind of uh order is restored at the end so so it it is very much a murder uh story in a crime novel but it's kind of in quite a safe environment if you like a safe environment although it's not because I'm linking underneath all these sinister things um that that happen but but actually funny enough the idea came from I heard a story uh about um around obviously around the time when I began writing this uh which I, I actually began writing it in about two thousand and nine, eight, nine, 2009, maybe even earlier, actually, maybe two thousand. because I wrote it in kind of bits, actually. So when the ideas first began to kind of germinate, I heard I heard a story about a girl who um, had been attacked on the way back from Bougie, which is kind of the place where everyone the went there. Where they were Prince, and Prince Harry Exactly. And, and had actually been saved by... Her fashion belt, because she had uh, at the time kind of very wide. If you remember, kind of, oh, kind yes, of wide kind of belt, very kind, of, kind of, of leather belt was very fashionable. And I think they tried to stab her or something, and she'd been saved by her belt. So oh, see, so fashion does save lives um, <laughs> sometimes. Uh, so so that's kind of I'd heard the story, I don't know if it's true or not. But um, so that kind of gave me the idea of a kind of serial killer at large amongst mm-hmm. kind of high society so so i didn't want to write a novel for a lot i knew the kind of arena that i wanted to do to write it in and i always say write what well, you know so as this was my first book i thought well i'm going to set it on a magazine but actually actually Lily is she's uh, a newspaper, she's a journalist, newspaper journalist, a journalist who goes undercover but as i have also worked um on newspaper i obviously had the experience to do both and the newspaper journalism kind of, it, I just felt that the, being on a newspaper just gave it a bit more kind of normality because obviously, you know, the workplace is, uh, is um, a bit more normal a bit more balanced kind of between the sexes probably, and all that kind of thing. With, with a journalist
0: you're or a news journalist, you're automatically part detective anyway because you're at exactly. the story mm-hmm. in a way that you're not really in a features context on a magazine no. where it's much more analytical and reflective and... All those things. I mean, you've know, you've really nailed why I loved it because I'm not I'm not a massive crime fan. I mean, I I have read quite a yeah, read all the fashionable griplet things, but actually they really turn me off. And I love it because it's a satire first and foremost. But it's a crime novel wrapped up in a satire. So I think it's really interesting that you mentioned the Mitford connection. Mm-hmm. So what? So what? So so there is there's Lily Lily Kane. She's um quite quite I think quite oh hard. No, Hardly, hard treated by her Newspaper In yes, a way Yes she, she, she has a, a very boss hideous uh, She has a hideous boss
1: And uh And she's sent off to A society magazine To not Well, what, just well, not well actually well, What what happens Is she She has an awful boss She actually at the beginning Of the novel Um Has been Uh demoted And um She's having an awful time And Then um By a stroke of luck Uh gets sent undercover not by the nightmare moth boss but by the um the editor of the newspaper um, just through um circumstance i don't want to give away the whole the whole plot of the book but um and so she ends up going undercover to um to uh, society magazine because um yeah there's a there's, so there's this murder this there's a murder exactly glamorous. Exactly, and they have to see, see what, what what's um what's going on to get under under cover of what it is. But they're they're not sure that it's necessarily a murder at the beginning. It kind of becomes more yeah. apparent as as you as you go along. In yes, the, I mean that's very ambiguous, yeah. isn't
0: it? Because she's quite the um, the victim is quite a party a party animal, so. Mm. You know, there's, so it, it, the book starts glamorous. with an overdose. So
1: um, and you you, you yeah. think it is an overdose at the yeah. at the beginning. So she's kind of sent to infiltrate that world, and and not you know at the beginning they didn't know if necessarily there's a, there was a murder. But I don't know if you remember actually around the time where this book is set, there was a real. Cr- I don't remember, Ian Blair, but there was a real crackdown on kind of cocaine taking, and you know there was. A, I, I remember he was spot, he was saying he was coming under coming after. Middle class drug users and all that, all that kind of thing. I don't know whether that well, yes, the development. Do you remember the characters? Yes, exactly. And it so, so a- that that was kind of. So I have kind of quote because that's exactly when, when the book is set. So I've got some kind of quotes from, from, from you know from Sir Ian Blair there, and obviously obviously I've interspersed the book with one of the mechanisms I use in the book to kind of move the plot forward or to summarise is Lily's actual articles in the paper. Yeah, and and then I've linked those into real events, um, so that it, it's kind of um, anchored in in time. Although I'm not sure that's always a good idea, because now I'm worried that you know, with the passage of time, that might seem dated. But uh, you know, well, well, I know, because there
0: is there was an extraordinary kind of um, fantasy, kind of last days of the Roman Empire feeling to that run up to 2008. Yes, yeah. yeah, and and actually stories about. And people not having pudding at their dinner parties anymore in West London, but getting out lots of drugs were were all over the papers, and you know that and Tatler as well. The kind of all the society gossip, the upscale gossip magazines were rather more. Do not know they were rather less? They were braver than they are now. I think.
1: I think it was a different time. I think I think people probably did behave badly. I'm not I'm not talking really the about 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 behavior. about um. The drugs, particularly, but I think I think it was definitely a much more ostentatious um, period, um, and people, were, many people, weren't ashamed to to be rich. Then I don't know, um, yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. I think
0: I think I think the
1: not that they are now, but you know what I mean. There was it was kind it's of maybe it was less, more brazen.
0: I think it was much more ostentatious, yeah. wasn't it? And then there yeah. became there came a time where actually you couldn't. Although the, on the, as we as we know from. Working at but international if you if you're very 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 rich you're incredibly private and so it's just gone a bit offline yeah I guess the exciting glamorous rebellious transgressive behaviors I'm sure it still goes on
1: I'm sure i'm sure I'm sure it does but um you're just
0: less likely to be in watch <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so why did you so tell me tell me why you why you chose to wrap your crime novel in 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 a society set, in a comedy of manners
1: well, I just thought it, I don't know, I thought, well, partly it's kind of right about what you know, and also it's such a brilliant cast of characters, you know, you've got kind of people flitting around, you've got people who are serious, you've got people who've got far too much money but could lose it, And you, you know, and then you've got all the people that are drawn to those people oh, yeah. as well, um, so, you know... Uh, uh, and are they really friends with them? As we see the treatment of Mo, um, you know, not really. Uh, so there, there are lots of interesting things you can ex- explore um, through through kind of looking at uh, kind of that privileged few, I think, um, and what the way see? that they feel they can get away with stuff. That's the other thing. That, yeah, that sense it, of entitlement, through, and, yeah. and, and and you know, people love to. To, to talk about that in positive and negative ways
0: and, um, so, I mean we want to talk about Agatha Christie mm-hmm. but I just don't want to uh, get onto Agatha Christie without coming back quickly to the Mitfords. Mm-hmm. Um because there was a very there is a very Mitford-y feel about it I think because it's set in that very rarefied media in some ways and yet and yet like Fanny in The Pursuit of Love Lily is, is an observer I mean she's an observer with a very
1: specific yeah, love She's very much an outsider in in that world, but it but it's assimilated very very well because you know she has all the attributes that should she so desire to be kind of you know part of that. world she could be I suppose because she's attractive and young and you know gets on with people. But uh, yeah, she uh, she but she very much is as you say an an observer. Um, but I wanted to, to to give her some qualities. I don't want her to be dull because you know you don't want. Yeah i didn't want her to be dull so i i did she needed to have some flaws herself um and obviously i alluded to um the failed relationship with the war journalist and she's got an ill um very ill father so i wanted to kind of actually give give her, give her a, a kind of underlying sadness to her as well which obviously will be, will be explored in in um, subsequent. in subsequent novels and you know the the in the rest of the series, I, I, the next one probably wouldn't be set in a, a society setting at all. Be something completely different.
0: Oh. I mean, having you know, having your heroine as a newspaper journalist is is immensely flexible. I yeah, mean, and and at the yeah, end of this, um,
1: to, you know, she her role changes, and that uh, and that uh, will give room for her to explore a whole host of different. Uh, I mean, I like I like
0: the idea that you things. conceived you conceived the book as a as a series mm-hmm. with a sing with a. With with a protagonist that can then move into different situations. I mean, that's much closer to the Christie model of Marple and Poirot than it is to the Grip Lit thing. like like can Wilkins going the train way. I mean, that's a yeah. yeah. You can't, you know, you you can't. That that heroine is done now.
1: Yeah. No, I think very much. I, I have to say, I mean, Agatha. I am a complete Agatha Christie fanatic, and although you know, they might seem dated in in some ways and a little tame compared to, you know, modern crime fiction. Uh, It, that was very, you know, there's so many great things about Agatha Christie's work um, and her, just the the scale, the creation of the characters, the, you know, the imagination um, and uh, so... Po- I, Poirot, particularly, I am very keen on. <laughs> right. So I think that that was a huge that, that that her work was certainly a huge inspiration. Also in a way that the tone, obviously, I wanted to modernise it, um, but definitely. So I, I suppose uh, the desire to create an ongoing character came came from Poirot. Although mm. well, obviously Lily is not like Poirot, but. Uh,
0: She kind of, she reminded me a little bit of Harriet Vane, actually. So just thinking about other 30s Mm. novelists, I mean, 20s, 30s, Dorothy L. Sayers with Lord Peter Wimsey. I mean, like Christy, she's often writing about this privileged um, elite.
1: Yes. Well, I think the, uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, the reason, as I can go back to that kind of write about what you know, I mean, you know, I would, I would. would, Well, no, no, but it's just like, it's all very well. Like, you know, if I wanted to go and, Write novels set in in the you know in the east end or something. I I'd have to do a, a huge amount of research uh, on top of writing my first novel, so uh, which is incompatible and, uh, with actually uh, paying the mortgage. Yeah, I I mean. exactly. So that so that is why this one is set in this arena. But I'm very open to uh, and I will indeed you know set, set them in some other arenas too. Uh, but as I say, it's an interesting it's an interesting um, selection of people. Although some people find it very alienating, also, but. Well, really yeah. know. That's, that's the case with kind of, everything, I think. Really, a, there's yeah. no there's no there's
0: you no one there's no one way to write a to write a book. I mean, I was reading something uh which was talking about Sophie Hannah's Chris, Agatha Christie books mm-hmm. um a couple of weeks ago. And that, and that actually it was by it was talking about Plum Plum Sykes, mm-hmm. who um comes from that that world of glamorous people. She writes for you write the American Vogue now and is quite um but she's she's written a series of novels with I think quite a young heroine set in Oxford that's going to come out next year with Bloomsbury. But the piece was about the return to a more domestic kind of crime novel, so in the Christie mould, where you you've got a, a more of a crucible of a, you know, of a country house or or like you know
1: or like the Chelsea, Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Chelsea. I think it makes it easier to contain Also, it helps with the plot development because otherwise, you, you know, and actually, the, this ended, this ends in a in a stately home because you kind of you need to get all your characters in one place. One place. And you like think, how are you, Yeah, exactly. Like like Cluedo. You do, you do need to get everyone um, in one place. So that's why that works. But I, me- I remember reading this very good um, uh, book that uh, P. D. James wrote about why we like crime fiction. And why the English, particularly, you know, are drawn to to crime fiction? Actually, you know, it's this whole thing of a crime happens. And, oh God, because we're all fascinated because we're all kind of voyeurs in a way, and kind of you know want to know what's going on, want to know all the gruesome details. And then there's a murder at large, but but then you know. It needs to be solved, and then you're like, "Oh, that's okay." Then murder has been solved. I can relax again, have my cup of tea. My world is so, safe. My world is safe, exactly. And, and there's something very comforting about about that's why you know midsummer murders and you know things like noir on television have been so popular. So I think that's why detective fiction is is so it is so yeah. popular. It's a kind of resolution. Um, Yes, Maybe you don't get it, in some. You, you don't, don't get in in other books. Uh,
0: don't, the you know the the yeah. reader is detective in some in some books. But if you've got a detective, then you know that the the you know the crime will be solved. The good will end bad, end happily and happily, the bad unhappily. Yeah. Because
1: that. That's, that's the way it. it. Well, not always, it's. but that that generally that that's uh, the way it is. Until the next time. Yeah. I mean, you said so, <laughs> you
0: say Agatha Christie's less you know less is a bit a bit tamer than contemporary novelists, but I mean, she's. I mean, she doesn't go for the kind of slasher serial killer gruesome detail of Val McDermott, but her plotting is
1: no, extraordinary. It's, uh, it, no the plotting and actually some of them psychological psychological ones are very uh, uh, are actually very chilling. I mean, then there were none uh, which I revisited recently. It's actually very it's very chilling. It's very, it's disturbing, disturbing, it's very it? tense. I don't know if you watched the the production that was oh, on. Yes, the, I did, yes, because with, because with the, with the with the oh. yes with the. The very handsome Aidan Turner, but it, it that that was very tense. You know, it was like, you were on the edge of your seat. You I know? thought they, yeah. I thought actually
0: the BBC adaptation did fun, a fantastic service yeah. to to that suspense within the book. But and
1: that's actually pretty dark. It's really it's dark. Really it's dark. really dark. And then you know when she. Has to, she hangs herself at the end? spoiler. <gasps> wow. yeah, yeah. No, sorry. Sorry. Well, well no. But does she? Also? Or, does, you know, she, or yes. does she? Yes. Well, exactly. Um, so let's.
0: So let's. For people that haven't read, and then they were not. Should we talk a little bit about what the, the kind of the big out the bit basic outline of the of the plot and why it's considered to be Christie's masterpiece? Well, it's actually, considered to be probably one of the masterpieces of crime twentieth century crime fiction.
1: Well, it. In fact, in she was very proud of it because. uh because she was trying to work out how to do it, I mean, in terms of plotting and how to oh it's meticulous it, it's meticulous, I think it took her a long time to do, but there again, you see they've all they they're it's clever because you've removed everyone to a, to a it's remote, a remote island. island soldier island yeah, so that they're just there on the on their own, and the tide is high because so otherwise you you you, you, you asked us well why did not they just go to the telephone box or they just leave or something so you can't so they're trapped, trapped. so, so each, yeah.
0: each of the ten protagonists is, is invited to this remote well, they're all lured
1: there by, by letters from this um, UN and Owen, Owen. And, yeah and you know some because of none them none of them go that's unknown and actually I, you, you neither do you as the reader you never you never go unknown I, yeah no exactly some and they and um, they're lured there by they know someone there, or they, sort of, they all of them have a very specific reason re- yeah, yeah, to go now. there. Or it's kind of pushed on their vanity slightly. Or a couple of them have been not offered work there, mm. so so they're all kind of lured there. Um, and then when they arrive, there's no sign of this. UN Owen, and then the and they um, sit down to dinner. They, and then well, the the, the first thing they go to the rooms, and they see the. Um, the poem on the back of the door and they're the figurines of the of the soldier boys, yeah.
0: Which is already quite already very sinister.
1: Yeah, already already it, in the fact that there's no one there and then and then they play it the Mysterious Cut across, Off yeah. Island. And, and then there's an unrelated a,
0: group of people invited by a mysterious host.
1: Yes, exactly. So you're already thinking, Why am I here? You know, and also it's a rather peculiar group of people. So the, you know, the younger ones that kind of think they're going to a party, and they arrive, and there's this kind of crusty old colonel and a judge and a very uptight lady, and uh, and then a kind of younger secretary, and it's just a, a kind of mixture of colonel and then a kind of mixture of people that would never normally kind of yeah, be exactly. together at a, at a country weekend, and um, pours them into the crucible and starts
0: mixing them up. Yeah, um, and then so the so then the
1: first the first chap is bumped off. Yeah, The first one dies that night when he drinks a um when he drinks a, co- a cocktail. A dear friend of mine actually played that part in the West End. Oh, really amazing. Yes, um, and and he he's a he's a he's a wrong and but actually before that happens, um, when they sit down, I've forgotten the name of the uh, of the um, servant. Actually, like, he put he's Mrs. been order- Rogers. Rogers, Thomas that's Rogers, Rogers. Rogers. He has to put on a a, a record. he in his instructions. And it charges them all with with, like, with a yeah, murder, as if right. So a that's the scene from the from the beginning, for the beginning, you know, for the for the for the weekend, and um, and then actually, the young one who's who's this kind of guy, lad about, man about, gentleman about town, who's uh, had um, drives too fast, is charged murdering these two toddlers or running them over. Yeah. Uh, because they've all got something. They've all, they? got all got something, and, and he drinks a cocktail that um, has—I uh, think it has cyanide, or oh, no, I mean, it's either cyanide or what, what's the other one? Arsenic. 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 Yes. Ten little
0: soldier boys yeah. went out to dine One choked his little self, and then oh no, one yes, one, and then there were nine. Yes. I mean, and then so immediately you. And then I
1: think one of them—I think it's the, the 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 girl Vera notices the next morning that there are only nine soldier boys. Everyone thinks she's mad and irrational. Yeah, and the little figurines disappear
0: yes, one yeah, by one. Yeah, I mean, and, this, and she cranks it up all the time, doesn't she? The ratchet on the on the suspense in the plot. Yes, just. absolutely. And also, they all know
1: kind of how they're going to die. Kind of how they're going to die, and there's no way of getting there's no way of getting off the island. And yes, and of course, no, you couldn't do it. Although I, you wonder, wouldn't someone try and swim? But and maybe which just it's too just far. A bit too far. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know these these days. With the mobile phone, well, this is the thing. Is it actually, it? I found quite quite hard with writing my book because actually it's set just when the kind of smartphones were coming out. So actually, I was able to use it quite well in the plot. You know the technology, yeah. but if you're writing, it's very hard to write something a mur- murders kind of set in the modern day just because of the things like, like technology, forensics, so all these things. that actually didn't have to worry about worry about because I had to really kind of research all of that um, when I was writing Murder yes. in Chelsea you know forensics how you need traces all the, all those kind of things so actually many crime writers do want to set the, the the their novels in the past in order to avoid that or because you just think because it creates you, lots of problems because it creates lots of problems you know why why didn't they um, why did not they google this man that they're about to go on a date well exactly he, you know when they call you know someone to send a helicopter or, or whatever you know
0: um, um so but that's interesting we're thinking about because we've been we've been talking about a potential scenario for the next for the next book and the reason that we know each other is actually not through through tat or, or magazine but, you know the magazines we both worked at. it's because we've both been working for boat international which is for super owners. yes yeah, yeah and um and actually a super yacht does create that perfect Peaceable, yes, basically. yes, I,
1: I absolutely. I think there are many fertile areas which, um, which uh, Lily Kane mystery could be set on a on a super yacht. Absolutely, in fact, sca- kind of, but modern modern day take on them on then there would then there were none yeah. would would be rather rather prescient and and you know on a on a super yacht, I think
0: because you've got somebody glamorous and mysterious because all the owners are incredibly mysterious yes
1: absolutely and then you, you could have you know members of the crew and such like you know and and um, then guests who are, who are invited yeah exactly because yeah. it's not I mean it's even in
0: this small experience that I've got with that world it's not unknown you know it's, it's quite normal to have a
1: group of people brought together who don't know each other and and also the sea can be a lawless place if you're kind of cut adrift in the middle of nowhere kind of a couple of days from from land the te- uh, and actually yeah. te-
0: technology is not always a prerequisite you can have owners who don't want any technology on it because the whole point about being on the boat is to get away be completely yeah completely detox.
1: yes exactly i i, I don't know how it, how it works perhaps you know technology can can go down like the old phone lines <laughs> in kind of the mouse trap or whatever but get the yeah but phones. you have to have some creative license because Otherwise, That's uh, there, isn't it? yeah, because otherwise you go. Know, oh, I can't do this. I can't do that. So you get ham- hamstrung, and you do get hamstrung. Yeah, yeah. It is quite. It is quite tricky. The 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 scientific part of writing a, a crime novel, and, and also I used to have that, a couple of kind of um, uh, crime writers' handbooks on how effective <laughs> various methods of death were, and and uh, you know, I was, I was say the P.G. And, James and who and who else? Is... No, that one. Actually, I've got two, which are more kind of um, methods of, of kind of. Uh, you know, <laughs> merging people and how and how I mean, it's a, it's a fictional book, not a uh, uh, methods of merging people and how likely they are to succeed and how likely they are to be detected. So, you ah, know, so arsenic, really, you know, yeah. it, it is pretty effective, uh, you know, other poisons are not quite so effective as others, you know. So, it no, it's interesting, you know, it's called the Crime Writer's Handbook.
0: I want to read that. Yes, and then there. I've got another
1: one on police procedure as well. Because of course, when you, because obviously there, there was, um, you know, the, the, we've got Scotland Yard is involved in murdered in Chelsea, and also, you know, there's a, a, a court scene. Mm. So I didn't have a clue about any of this. You know, I uh, so I had to kind of, you know, ask questions, and I had a friend who was a, who was a crime rep- reporter for a long time, so I was able to kind of. That's and, and that's how I got I got the information about how the press pack work and how they have to get the line on the guy because often the press you know they've kind of made somebody guilty before the trial like with the case of that poor teacher oh, you yes, know in that Bristol. Joanna Yates yeah. case uh, and you know they, they the old English teacher they they he lives and in the club, they kind of yeah and then he was absolutely innocent and trial that's what they means, do they yeah. get a line on him and the whole pack decide to apparently do, to kind of go with that yeah, sure, guy. and then they build a story up against the the person so I tried to cover all of that in there um, and actually, how that I think works brought, I mean it's the social
0: setting before so before the advent of social media also enormously helpful because that just becomes amplified doesn't it you know? yeah um so when you, so when do you think it's possible to write and then there were on with as a Lily Kane mystery is that
1: a I think so. I don't know yes I think I think whether it would it would be well, a Lily Kane one probably it, I mean it depends or is it just a jump off point for yeah I certainly an an inspiration I an inspiration from whether it would be Lily Kane or not. Um, I don't know. Although well, Lily will have some more adventures, absolutely.
0: Because you told us it's the first one. right? Yes. want more.
1: Yes. So there will definitely there will definitely um, be more. And I I think I I've got some ideas where Lily's going to go where Lily's going next. Actually, um, are, you, are, uh, you going are you going to share that? you going to? i share. I, I I'm quite interested um, in uh, some kind of dodgy. Uh, Churches. Um, I want to kind of go slightly yeah, in a different yeah, direction, yeah. and uh, so, so away we'll from say, society. And I think next one will definitely be away society. from society. Although will still some glamour because it, you know it's not a, a gritty. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, not, I'm not really you mean, into your your the gritty is, thing. Your the,
0: voice is very focused on that. I mean, it's a satirical voice. It's
1: a comedy of manners exactly um so, but I think I think the next one uh, that's one area I'm I'm thinking of although also this uh, the then there are none on the super yacht is mm-hmm. also an idea of lots' so gonna play um, around and see it, yeah
0: it creates your crucible
1: yeah see what happens because we what you start with and what you end with is often you know quite quite different and and you find you just get taken off in different directions you know and you just kind of it flows from there and you just Yes. Kind of well, as, rather appropriately, right, as we're talking about uh, kind of boats and the so sea. Kind of you know, sail off in a different direction to one that not necessarily the one that you thought you'd start off at, oh. which is the beauty. Oh, the beauty, of writing. Yeah.
0: So if you had three, as a debut crime novelist, mm-hmm. if you had three tips for mm-hmm. for somebody else that feels that crime is their um, literary métier, mm-hmm. what would you say?
1: Uh, crime or just generally writing? Oh, uh, I'm going to let you ask that question as broadly okay. as you like. Okay, right. So, well, my my tips are uh, write, just write everything, just generally always write everything down. Because, um, you know, I hope that people think there's some funny one-liners in the book. Um, and I have loads of notebooks where if someone says something that makes me laugh at a party or either hear something or... I, I write it down. I write it down and, and, and then these are and then I mine back through the books Now, oh my god, that was brilliant. You know, they're definitely it's gonna huge use that. Things like that yeah, yeah. So so that that that's one of my tips. Also, plan you know, you do plan it out. I have it I had I see so many huge kind of um A three notebooks. I see these huge mind maps of kind of where it was going and kind of map it out just in a kind of really Messy, huge way, you know, and then you kind of make because, and also you have to use kind of backstory for each character. So I'd have a kind of map on each Mm. character, and the stuff doesn't necessarily even come out in the book, but you know, in your head, that Sebastian had this and did that, and this had happened to him at this age. So you kind of create a backstory for your characters just in your head. This kind of helps you to when you're writing, just because you know who they are, are, yeah, to ground them in, in who they are. The other thing is I read a great, um, my husband gave me a great book when I was kind of embarking on this journey called How to Write a Novel in 30 Days. And it, it, and um, this is great because it can have some really good tips in it. So you do a magna carta of kind of what you want in the book, a magna carta of what you don't want in the book, and that's really useful. And the other thing you do is you just set yourself, at the beginning you just want to sit, kind of sit down and write, and, and so you have a target of how many words you do you always go back and edit it but you just need to start and yeah. you need to plot it out but you just need to start um, and the other thing with crime which I uh, uh, is I think you need short chapters so um, that was the other thing I always wanted a very short first chapter just to bring you in with a bang and you need to ca- catch interest so you keep, maintain their sense And actually, if you look at all the Agatha Christie books, I mean, mine doesn't have short chapters all the way through, but uh, I've tried to kind of keep them short, and that's something I definitely will do in the future as well. And also, people are busy. It's always a sense of achievement if you've read a chapter, isn't there? So, you know, uh, exactly. short so it chapters are good. Yeah. yeah. So, so those would be um, those yeah. my tips.
0: i not the kind of Dickens thing, isn't it? With would be a sense of writing a serial, actually, as well the chapters are that you write something short so a complete chapter and you've got a little cliffhanger going on and
1: then the satisfaction of having completed mm. that yet the motivation to read on yes absolutely Def- we de- definitely need definitely need um, cliffhangers absolutely so Murder in Chelsea is published by Quadrille Quartet Sorry, Quartet no, let's, so, let's record that once again <laughs> yes <me>. so um,
0: <laughs> so Murder in Chelsea by Tiki Headley Dent is published by Quartet but I uh, can I say that I think one of the great ways to get this book is by downloading it on
1: kindle yes um, and it's on Am- it's also on amazon also yeah as well so as in bookshops, as well as the bookshops.
0: Yeah. But yeah but i can't because i'm i'm uh, i was too impatient when you told me you'd written a book i was too impatient to wait for it um to go to the bookshop and get a proper copy I- I although I have one now which I treasure yes. <laughs> but um, I downloaded it immediately and it was a really really fantastic satisfying read which is also funny and you know a funny book with crime at the heart of it is, um, is, is one is i consuming right now um, Tiki thank you very much and oh, thank you